Welcome back to another episode of Are We Rolling? I'm Kyle. I'm Dustin. Uh, yeah, sorry it's been a while. Schedules have been Yeah, it's nuts. been a while. Um, the last one we did was previewing UFC 217. Yeah, Michael Bisping's been not been knocked out basically twice. Yeah, basically. Tapped, tapped out and then knocked out. He was knocked out. I mean, people... That was the justification was that he lost the GSP because he was choked out but what people ignore is that he was dropped with the left hand first yep so that's uh that's a concussion and that's ignoring however many jabs he took from mma's greatest jabber ever yeah like those are all shots to the head he got dropped with the left hand and then choked unconscious uh where i almost feel like if george wanted to after he dropped him with the left hand he could have punched him out and got a tko yeah, probably. If he would have just pounced instead of yeah. went for the submission. yeah. But then they thought it was a great idea to have him fight again three weeks later against Calvin uh, Gastelum. Yeah. And uh, there he just got flatlined in round one, which mm-hmm. is, of course, because he's got post-concussion syndrome. Yeah, it's like he wasn't... Like, he thought he was ready to fight again, but no, he wasn't. Every fighter thinks they're ready to fight again. Jose Aldo wanted to jump back in there with Connor like, the next day. Yeah. Which, by the way, excuse my voice, I'm getting over being sick, which is part of the reason why, one of the one of the many reasons why we haven't recorded. Yeah, yeah, it's like either I've been sick, you've been sick, one, wasn't there a Minot trip? There was a Minot trip in there. Yeah. All so, kinds of shit. Uh, but luckily for the rest of the year, we should actually be back on schedule. Yeah. You know, the next four weeks. But, yeah, so we have... Let's just look at the UFC 217 card. New champions across the board. All the way across the board. TJ Dillashaw destroyed Cody Garbrandt. Fuck you. And uh, Rose Namajunas. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah, um, that's, I think. TKO'd. Uh, you know better than I would. Yeah, Joanna Yunjacek, which they're saying she tapped to strikes, which she did, I guess. But I, when they called it, I thought they called it because of a... Uh, uh, TKO because she wasn't defending herself but yeah. she wasn't defending herself because her hand was down tapping out but yep. she's like oh I didn't tap out that was bullshit regardless if you didn't tap out you got knocked out yeah regardless if you wouldn't have tapped out you would have been knocked out in within 10 seconds yeah it was that, gonna get so. called it was gonna get called yeah. right there no matter what which was the the shocking the most shocking result of the whole yeah event of yeah because I mean even going in you knew most people had it 50-50 on, on TJ and Cody. Yeah, like TJ being a slight underdog. Yeah, it's like you could have gone either way, mm, but... I didn't. I know you didn't, but the <laughs> analysts could I, have gone I was very way. nervous for that fight, but I thought TJ um, had the capabilities of outclassing Cody because of what he did to uh, Lineker, who fights the closest to Cody. Like, Cody's yeah. better than Lineker, but Lineker's got more power. Um. But TJ just completely made him look like an amateur when he fought him. And then yeah. with Cody, it was a little closer. Uh, people thought TJ was in trouble because he got dropped um, at the end of round one. And they're like, oh, if that round was a little bit longer, TJ would have lost. No, he got dropped and he was immediately going for the fucking single leg. He was going to yeah. take him down. Yeah, he was still fighting. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't close to being over, I don't think. But um, regardless, fucking head kicked him to death. And that, yeah. that was all she wrote. And... Uh, GSP came back and beat Michael Bisping, 
which was pretty amazing. GSP. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Everybody was like, oh, is he four years? Is he going to come back and uh, be GSP again? Yeah. Did he look as great as he used to? No, but no. he looked pr- good enough to come in and be the middleweight champion. Yep, so. exactly. Apparently, uh, Joe Rogan was saying Dominic Cruz texted Joe Rogan and said, see, I told you ring rust is bullshit. <laughs> That's so. funny coming from Dominic Cruz, <laughs> yeah. too. Um, who also, by the way, just broke his arm. Yeah, I to the, saw add, that. To add to the plethora of sidelining injuries this man has had, yeah. I, it, it's time, dude. Like, just You're a, an amazing analyst. It's time to just stop fighting. Like yep. It's over. Your feet are all fucked up. You've torn uh, an ACL three times, so that means two of them were in one leg. Um, yeah. I think there's other things he's done. I he's got so many injuries I can't even think of them all. Yeah, didn't he have like a weird back thing going on for a little bit? Or you know, probably, probably but that yeah. that might have been Cody Garbrandt. Oh yeah, that was Cody. Yeah, but I mean, he had in a four year span previously. Um, Dominic Cruz only fought once because he kept getting hurt, and like it basically yeah. what happened was is he came back from an ACL injury. Uh, as soon as he was ready to train again, he tore his other ACL, literally like his first training session back. Jeez. Um, yeah. And then recovered from that, good enough to have one fight. And then apparently the training right after that fight is when he tore his other one. Oof. Um, or tore the... At that point, it's like one of them again. I don't even yeah. know which one got torn twice. And then now he apparently just broke his arm. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But the good thing coming out of 217... No USADA violations. Yeah, shockingly. It's just enough. like shocking. It's like, oh, it's been a while. It at least feels like it's been a while since that happened. It's like, oh, yeah, nobody got popped this time. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> especially considering all the title changes. Yeah, because that would have been just another clusterfuck for UFC. It's like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. This happened like again. with John Jones in DC, yeah. who now DC, I guess, is the champion again. Yeah, he's the champion and again. He's going to be fighting. Um, Ozdemir, I believe his name is. Um, I'm, I'm not super familiar on him. I think I've seen him fight once, and he beat the shit out of the guy. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, basically it's like DC, yeah, I don't know. He's another dude that I think his career is going to be winding down soon because he's yeah. got, like, the big thing is, is they got other options, like Dominic Cruz and DC. Are, like, DC's great on commentary. Yeah, he's actually, yeah, he's one of the, the rare fighters that is actually really good. And Dominic and, Cruz, too. Yeah, like, both yeah. those guys are great analysts, and they're great on commentary. And, like, DC's got great chemistry with Joe Rogan, which is something they I think they've been struggling to find since they, for no reason, fired Michael Goldberg. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, we're just not going to renew your contract. Why? Yeah, fucking why? Oh, I don't know, because we'd rather you go to the competition and fucking make that even more legit than it already yeah. is. Uh, yeah, that was... It, it always feels like such a little thing when stuff like that happens, but mm-hmm. at least like it's such a, it has such a huge impact. And you don't even have to be a bad commentator. You just, like, look at Raw when JR was gone. And, like, yeah. the first time... At least since I was watching WWE, because I'm sure there's been many times where JR's taken a hiatus, but like when uh, Coach filled in, it was yeah. Coach and King. It was like, Coach isn't necessarily a bad commentator, no. but he's not Jim Ross. And then when Michael Cole first took over, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah, because it was, well, because yeah, it was Cole and Lawler, and Cole had good comment, com- uh, good chemistry with Taz, but. Yeah. 
hadn't really done anything with Lawler, so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, this is weird for a little bit. Yeah, but now, of course, Michael Cole's grown to be basically the juggernaut that he is yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's the voice of the company now. Which so. is obviously what the plan was, because, yeah. like, you know, it's it's just like wrestlers. It's like John Cena put over Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, JR moved aside for Michael Cole to take over Ron. JR took over SmackDown, which... Yep. I mean, I get there because back then they wanted to bring more legitimacy to SmackDown. Yeah. Like, make it sound... Basically, boost the, the ratings up, which um, all they had to do was just make it good. Like, look at what they're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I've, in the last few weeks, have much more enjoyed SmackDown than Raw. I typically... I mean, yeah. I just... I like a lot of the... I mean, I like the talent on both sides quite yeah. a bit, um, but... I mean, fucking SmackDown's got like AJ Styles, fucking Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like Nakamura, yeah. Nakamura. Bobby Roode. What the fuck? New the, Day Usos. N- yeah, it's like New Day and Usos tearing it up all the time, no matter who they're facing. Highlight of the show every time. Yeah. Especially when they're wrestling each other. But yeah, yeah, sure. Let's put them on first. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, hey, I keep, I keep saying and we'll get to it in a couple weeks, but so far... Honestly, the the New Day uh, versus Usos Hell in a Cell match might be my favorite WWE match of the year. It's up there. Um, def- it's probably yeah. I mean, there's I liked. Um, it's a it's like a fifty fifty for me between that and uh, AJ and and Brock. I was gonna bring up AJ and Brock. Like yeah. that was. I mean, I don't want to say shockingly good because everybody expect like once they announced that they're like. That just sold the pay per view. Yep. Despite yeah, like, the, I think the red hot Survivor Series, um, five on five yeah, build up. Five on five. Yeah. Um, I don't think the, the match wasn't. I didn't have any problems with it, but I don't think it lived up to the build up. Yeah. As often as things like that happen, but like, uh, I I think I just wish it was closer. Yeah, that was that was the thing. Like, I wish, like, I liked the fact that they they kept Randy Orton in there until second to last i believe yeah because i i believe i don't know if this is an official stat that's been a thing but i believe randy is either one survivor series or been the final surviving member of every team he's been on. yes yes until now which i think would have been a nice um thing to keep going yeah because i like little things like that like undertaker's undefeated at wrestlemania fucking you know randy orton's the master of survivor series yeah you know yeah, and it's like especially Survivor Series matches. It's like every single one that he's been in, mm-hmm. he's won. And it's yeah. like, oh, look. Or so, been last. Yeah, and like that could have been, you could have hyped that up and had that be like Shane McMahon's strategy is like, no, we have we have the ultimate Survivor Series player yeah. right here. How great would that have been? Yeah. And then and then that even even if that was like oh we'll, we'll still we still want Shane to be the last five because I understand why they did it that yes. way. But then like if you hype up that Randy's always either won or been the last surviving member, the Ultimate Survivor Series match guy, yeah. and then they fucking take him out and it's yep. just Shane, then it'd be like oh shit. Yep. <laughs> like that would have been been pretty good, but it wasn't it wasn't hyped at all. They didn't yeah. they didn't even like gloss over it. No. And that was yeah. It's it's a it's a weird little misstep, but yeah, it's kind of like Edge and Undertaker, where it should have been streak versus streak. Yeah, but um, the Money in the Bank thing kind of fucked that up. Yeah, but would that count? Like, does losing a ladder match count? If yeah, it's that's, like a multi-man that's, ladder that's match. That's always the thing. It's like so. Technically, yes, you you were never been pinned or submitted in on WrestleMania, but even even like 
if they wanted didn't want to say both men are undefeated, they could have been like neither man has ever taken a fall at WrestleMania, and neither, yeah. neither man's been pinned or submitted at WrestleMania. Yeah, but um, yeah, because like technically, I mean, you think about the streak and Undertaker won by DQ mm-hmm. in his in WrestleMania nine. Uh, so. Yeah, it's a fucking giant. Uh, it's a Gonzalez. giant Gonzalez. Yeah. I watched that. I remember uh, what was it? The WrestleMania 30 buildup when the um, they released the like the uh, all the Undertaker oh, yeah, matches. The we streak. we watched all of them. Yeah, fucking that match was. Whew. It's some of those early Undertaker matches because for uh, no fault to Undertaker, by the way. No, no, no fault <laughs> to Undertaker at all. But <laughs> the only thing that was impressive about that match is Giant Gonzalez making Undertaker look like he's my size. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Giant Gonzalez being so big. Taker looking at him looked like me looking at Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You you earn your name. You earn your name of Giant Gonzalez. Imagine if they weren't so far apart. I mean, I, I guess basically he was taller than Kali, wasn't he? I think so. I think legitimately he was like 7'2 or 7'3. He so might of have even they been build, taller. They build, they build him as like 7'4". Did they? Yeah. I thought he looked more like he was like oh, damn near eight feet tall. Uh, well, Undertaker's only like 5'9 or 5'10. <laughs> right. So <laughs> so you get a six inch height difference and it looks... Bigger. You just said Undertaker's 5'9 or 5'10. Or no, 6'9 or 6'10. I'm 5'10. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, but he's only, he's only like six nine or six. I thought you were kidding, like because of how he looked compared no. to Giant Gonzalez. No, he no. did look like he was five ten. He looked like he was out there fucking six one nine. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's been an interesting like couple weeks for Raw and SmackDown. Not not a lot of like crazy highlights but you can tell like raw is building all the way to either that raw anniversary show or royal rumble so they're not really building anything until january Mm -hmm. what's the next pay-per-view uh the 17th uh and it's the smackdown show it's the aj styles versus jinder mahal uh clash Clash champions Champions, yep fucking um are they doing another Raw one before Royal Rumble, or is that going to nope. be... there's nothing. So they're starting that now, where they're going to like alternate months instead of running yep. two... Yeah, because I think they Excuse said the next actual Raw one, I think they promoted it as Fastlane in March. Holy shit. Yeah, because yeah, I think it's going to be Rumble, a SmackDown pay-per-view, and then Fastlane. So it's going to be or maybe, SmackDown, or... Rumble, SmackDown? Possibly, or that might they might have actually just had tickets go on sale for Fastlane. That's probably my, more that. That's why they had it advertised. Hmm. But interesting. But yeah, so yeah, not not a whole lot going on WWE wise, and even New Japan's just in the middle of World Tag League, so not a lot of news coming out of there. Yeah. Uh, but so I think it's going to be a very pop culture heavy episode. Because uh, both of us watched all of Future Man. Future Man, Punisher. Punisher. Uh, this fucking weather outside. Yeah, the stupid weather outside that you wanted to... Uh, <laughs> so fucked up my entire week. Just to put things in perspective, uh, obviously, 
if you live in Minnesota, which I'm sure most of the people listening to this do, or in the Minneapolis area. Mm, yeah, you, we're recording this Tuesday afternoon, just yeah. to put it in perspective. So last night, yesterday it was like damn near 60 degrees. Yep. It kind of stormed, rained. Yeah, it was raining. And then it turned and into snow, and then today it was like 20-something degrees. So if you looked at the weather thing, it's like, oh, it's going to be icy as shit tomorrow. Yep. Uh, which it was. There was no salts on the roads whatsoever. Um, traffic was a n- n- nightmare. Yeah. Um, fucking. And it was so. Egan to Savage. Okay. Is where I went. Yeah. I did one stop today. Uh, Egan to Savage is usually like 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe 20 minutes. And it took me to get to Savage and back almost four hours. Jeez. Um, I got stuck twice on ice, just like, and I'm in a giant icy beverage truck, which is about like, if you've ever been to a gas station and you see like, you'll see a truck with like bay doors on the side, usually Pepsi or Coke or maybe Frito-Lay yeah, yeah, it's or like something. one of the big beverage delivery It's trucks, like that. Yeah. It's not as big as the Coke or Pepsi ones. Yeah. It's about half the size of those, but it's still a pretty big fucking truck. So it's about the size of like, um, like a Penske or a U-Haul. Okay, yeah. Maybe a little bigger than a normal size U-Haul. Yeah. Um, so I was going up. I was on County Road 42 in Burnsville, which it took me like 45 minutes to get that far. Yeah. Um, and they have the road. There's a bridge that goes over 35W, and it kind of goes up. So like the, the road goes up to get onto this bridge, and... Cars were stalled out all over, and I was doing fine until the light turned red, which is always the fucking downfall. Uh, We we stop. The car in front of me, I see, is starting to, like, slide backwards. Its wheels are going forward, but they're sliding backwards. And uh, not to go into too much detail, but I'm basically at a position where if I get into an accident at work, I lose my job. Yeah. And there's a car sliding towards me. So I hit my gas and turn into try to turn into the next lane to go around them so it doesn't yeah. slide back into me and then all of a sudden I lose traction and I'm stuck and I floor it smoke's just coming out from the tires and then I stop because I'm like well that's not gonna work yeah um just damn near there was like a thousand cars fucking ready to go like the police were already on the scene that's yeah. I should have like just turned around and went home when I saw that but I honestly I had nowhere to go yeah I, I had no way to turn around so it was kind of like commit or stop yeah um which stopping would have been a better idea so basically I got stuck I was probably stuck on there for like 15 minutes okay just hold with my emergency brake on so I wouldn't slide yeah because luckily I was uh I was in a position where I wasn't moving, but I was I was also sideways across two lanes. <laughs> oh no. Um and I'm not the asshole that I I wasn't the only one. Okay. I was just the only truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um there was a semi stalled out a little bit at the at the bottom of the bridge and then there was one at the top right at the light to turn left. Okay. Um so I start going and then the cops end up blocking it off so nobody can go up the bridge anymore okay so basically what that did is it finally it cut off traffic so when people fight when everybody finally got around me i backed up all, damn near to the bottom of the bridge and then i had enough like i was able to go then but it, okay. it took forever to get people to stop coming because yeah. you had people from 35e trying to turn left or turn right on the county road 42 and then all the people on county road 42 coming from like the apple valley area is just yeah jam-packed with cars like it was insane and this is at like 9 15 9 20 
Okay. Oof. So like, it's not rush hour. Yeah. That was the problem. And it didn't let up. So yeah. the way my route was set up, um, I had to do the target in Savage. And for some reason, they have it set to do Savage and then go to Woodbury and do a target there, that, which is a 45-minute yeah, drive in the middle of like July. Yeah. When it's like perfect outside. Uh-huh. Um, it's a 45-minute drive straight. So yeah. if it took me an hour and a half to do a 20-minute drive, I don't even know. I, I knew yeah. that when I finally got to that target... Um, there was no way I was going to make it to Woodbury and I didn't yeah. want to try because I don't want to get into an accident. Yeah. So I called my boss and I was like, uh, this is not safe at all. I should yeah. have like taken your advice and taken today off Yeah. because there was other, other things that I was trying to, um, keep days off for cause there's a big show coming up and I wanted to be available, but it's just, yeah. it's not going to happen. Um, cause safety is ultimately the more important thing and yeah. also not losing my livelihood over, um, needlessly driving on streets like yeah. they honestly if they i almost feel like there should have been a travel advisory out i don't know yeah. if there was i um, yeah i don't think there was there should have been it the, was but horrible. There, yeah there should have been so by the time i got home um from when i when i left for work in the time i pulled back to my house five hours had gone by and i did one target Oof. and um yeah, because getting back was even worse. Okay. Because then I had... Uh, oh, and 694 is down. Yeah, 694, there's like a sinkhole or something. Yeah. Um. So 694 is down, so I was on 35E, and the exit that I'm supposed to take to get to work is Lone Oak in Egan, which is the exit right before the merge onto 494. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. So... And I was thinking, like, there's Yankee Doodle, which is in the... <laughs> A stupid name for a road, but it's the yes. road up, which is about a mile. Like, I could drive a mile on. Um, I could take Yankee Doodle to Pilot Knob yeah. and just drive straight um, straight to the warehouse from there. But the Yankee Doodle exit is on such a slant that I was thinking about it, and then I saw a truck stopped in the middle of the exit. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's not an option. I'm not fucking doing that again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it took about as long. It took longer for me to get from the Yankee Doodle exit to the Lone Oak exit, then it should have taken to drive all the way to Savage by itself. Wow. So that was like damn near a half hour of my day just on this one mile stretch. Yeah. Um, It was the most frustrating day I've ever had driving. And it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know why the first snowfall shuts down the city so much. Cause we have snow every year. We know what to yeah. do, but this was like the most unprepared I've ever seen. Yeah. Anybody and beat. and and the crazy thing about it, it wasn't the first snowfall. It mm-hmm. was like it snowed earlier in November. Yeah, but it didn't stick then, around. Yeah, and it just happened to be a Saturday night into Sunday. So yeah, and it melted all day Sunday. So they didn't have to do anything. Yeah, this was just oh my god, the biggest nightmare ever. So anyway, yeah. pretty much fucked up my whole week, and now I have to work not only on the day i want it off but then on friday yeah also. The next so, day yeah um which is a bummer because yeah yeah overtime i guess i don't know if how that's gonna work because we're not supposed to have overtime right now because <laughs> yeah. it's slow yeah <laughs> well it's slow because it's winter now mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh like i said a lot of 
a lot more pop culture stuff. Like I said, we we both watched Future Man, we both watched Punisher. Uh, did you finish all the DC crossover stuff? No. Okay. I haven't even started it. Okay. I. Well, how how they set it up this year? You actually have to watch all four episodes too. Uh. Yeah, I was gonna warn you about that. Fucking uh, but our. I don't mind watching Supergirl as long as it's going to be relevant to the... It, yeah, and it actually was. Cause like, is there crossover stuff happening in Supergirl? Oh, no, they're full on, like, all four episodes are crossover episodes. Because the last time they did that, it was what, Flash showed up at the, like, post credit scene or something. Yeah, it was really dumb. Which I didn't even watch, because yeah. I just got it recapped, but... Yeah, Flash, and, Flash has been super dull this season, Unfortunately, yeah, I don't like, care about the thinker, and I think ultimately what it comes down to is, I like a speedster villain in my in my Flash. Yeah, like it it just works. Like when Flash is, and I know they did it three times in a row, where it's like, I'm the fastest man alive. Just kidding, this guy is. Yeah, I can't catch him. We got to figure out how to beat him or how to slow him down. Blah blah blah. And they did it three seasons in a row, and maybe they're like, okay, time for a change. But the thinker, uh I don't know. Yeah, I don't hate it, but it's not grabbing me like fucking Zoom did. Yeah, it's it's a it, they're very much slow playing it, and like I almost feel like they didn't want to do too much stuff before the crossover, mm-hmm. and then have to like oh crap, we've got to stop and go do the crossover. Yeah, which speaking of crossover, so like Arrow, I thought last season of Arrow was a much needed strong season. I don't know yes. how the general public feels about it. Cause I feel like arrow has been kind of on the downward spiral. The uh, league of assassins season wasn't great. Yeah. That one was rough. Um, but then Prometheus, the stuff they did last season, I thought was awesome. But yeah. this season, it's kind of like we're far enough into it where we still don't have like a main villain. No, if anything, it's like the FBI agent. Yeah, it's the FBI agent, but there's no like villain that he like. I could get the he's the mayor, he's under investigation. Yeah, uh, but he needs to also stop this other villain without being caught by the cops. Blah blah blah. Yeah, or his kid. Yeah, or his kid. But like, th- it's all character development. Yeah, like everything has been character development. It's basically like a day in the life of. Yeah. Everybody, like, what's the team do if Oliver's not the Green Arrow, uh-huh. and what is Green? What is Oliver do when he's not the Green Arrow and yeah. Slade Wilson's back because <laughs> we needed him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, well, and those two episodes were good. Those were awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't hate either show. No, but they're it's kind of a letdown from last season because even the Savitar season, which I think Savitar was kind of um, it wasn't as good as like Zoom or season one. Yeah. Well, the reveal I kind of felt like a a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I would have liked the reveal to be like um, Edward Don yeah. coming back, or yeah. um, or something. But and there was some plot holes. Like, why was Savitar able to, able to take over people's minds? He's just he's just yeah Barry yeah. He's like okay, just a speedster. He's, he's more. He's a more advanced, more knowledgeable speedster because of the yeah future. But yeah, it's like how is he able to do that kind of stuff? They never really glossed on that. And then also, um, the dude from Harry Potter that they had in the show, they just nah, he left. He just disappears. Like what the fuck did he? Did get, they like, even so- explain? No, they're just like gone? yeah, he went back to England. 
Oh, okay. They did. At it was least like, hey, wasn't something. he like in love with Caitlyn or something? Yeah. Yeah. They were doing. They were pushing that whole thing, and I was like, you know, I like this guy. It'd be cool to yeah. see him be a mainstay of Flash, but no, nah, it's just one season, one and done. He's yeah. out of here. Fucking okay. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but yeah. So so those shows. I keep saying my favorite, and I'm the only one watching it. I think, but my favorite has actually been Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Just because it's just fun little kind of one one shot episodes. So like, and you know that that's what it is. Like, there's not mm-hmm. really ever an overarching story. It's just, oh, cool. Hey, the team's in, you know, medieval England. Oh, cool. They're in Hollywood. And oh, wow. Wow. Helena Troy's here for some reason. Yeah. But, I I watched maybe 10 episodes into season one and it's just, I can't do it. But like you compared it, it's the Doctor Who of yeah. DC shows and I don't like Doctor Who. Yep, exactly. Suck so. it, nerds. Yeah. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but speaking of time travel. David Tennant was a better villain than he was a hero. Suck it. I'm not going to disagree with you. The best heel is a justified heel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kilgrave is he is so Doctor Who. he is so good as Kilgrave though yeah he was fantastic yeah um but I they're they're e- I'm not gonna say equal but Kilgrave's close <laughs> but that's also that era of Doctor Who is what got me into the show so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh but no mm-hmm. speaking of time travel uh future man future man was fantastic yep. if you guys haven't watched it it is just a barrel of laughs. <laughs> it's 13 episodes. Oh, for fun. And on Hulu, it's completely ridiculous. Wolf is the best character ever written in anything ever. Yeah. Um, no, uh, we recorded a bunch of episodes of Be Kind Rewind, and Gabe was talking about watching, and he's only on like episode five and mm-hmm. loves the show so far i'm like oh it gets so much better <laughs> oh my god it was fantastic because episode in episode one is like it's nothing like the rest of them maybe the second like the last like 15 minutes you start to get kind of a taste yeah maybe, you of get what the taste. show's gonna be yeah. like but it's so much a fish out of water and like these characters are just they come in um tiger and wolf come in and they're like super serious badass people yeah. but then like um they're as the show goes on how ridiculous they are with yeah every like they judge time and fingers and <laughs> yeah yeah it's like just the little random things mm-hmm. but even in the first episode you get their commentary while they're fighting yeah <laughs> and just saying what they're doing it's like kick him in the balls yeah rip his dick off it's like they're doing um like bionic war was the game that it all started with and it looked yeah. like it was kind of like um unreal like they're doing unreal like a mockery of unreal tournament kind of yeah i was like, thinking like unreal or yeah like fucking uh I, i'm blanking on the terminology that they would use but they're like fuck what do they say yeah because it's not a first person shooter it's like that third person well in unreal tournaments a first person oh, shooter but they person, the yeah. voice it, it seemed like they definitely had wolf trying to mimic the voiceover from from like unreal when you go on like a kill streak it god damn it i played too much call of duty because they're called kill streaks yeah but they're called something else in unreal tournament oh, okay um 
Oh yeah, it's like killing spree. Oh yeah, killing spree. Okay, yeah. Like shit like that, but instead he's just like rip his dick off. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. And oh, so in season in episode 1 you get the fucking him eating pickles for the first time. Yeah. Which is basically it's like the first thing he's ever eaten that's not a rat. Yeah. What are these delicious green logs? Yeah, and like the look on his face when he takes his first bite is glorious. Yeah. So, yeah, as the show goes on, fucking A. It's hysterical. It's so funny. And had kind of a, almost a um, melancholy end. Yeah. Well, I don't even think almost. Like, it's a, you know, here's this guy who's trying to find his place in the world. Mm-hmm. He finds it and then is by is alone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's uh, yeah, kind of a... A heavy ending but yeah. like the build-up is just fucking amazing oh like God. <laughs> i don't want to give away too much stuff but there's an amazing cosby joke in there <laughs> i don't know yeah an amazing cosby joke that literally ends with wait he joked about that yep <laughs> yeah which if that doesn't prove guilt i don't know what does it's yeah pretty much an, an admission <laughs> of guilt uh but yeah that's that's a lot of fun um, and then, yes, yeah, spo- I think basically spoilers from here on, because uh, we've got to talk about the Punisher. Yeah, definitely. And it was very cerebral, and I liked that. Like, it was a little slower than the rest of the Netflix ones, but not in a bad way. Like I said, it, was, yeah. it got you in that frank castle headspace i saw some people calling it boring on like facebook and shit and i think they're out of their mind the that i mean it's hard to pick what my favorite series is but right now that is probably what i would say was my favorite um but i've liked them all yeah but yeah it's like i don't think it's for me it's not quite up there with either season of daredevil but it's a contender it's a contender like it's it's because to me, it's like both seasons of Daredevil, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, probably Punisher and then Iron Fist last. And then I can't decide where I rank Defenders at this point. It's hard to it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, but I loved Punisher so much. And it's it's nice finally seeing the character get treated the way he should yeah. be. Because like I, I rewatched the Tom Jane 2003 movie recently. Okay. And when I was younger, like when I was in high school, I, th- I think that movie came out when I was like 14, 14, 15. I think it was 03 or 04. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it when it came out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when I was a kid, I loved the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie when it came out. And watching it as an adult, I'm just like, holy shit. This oh is God. boring. Yeah, it's like, this is boring. It's like, we couldn't even make this fun with commentary. No. <laughs> and the um, Punisher movie... Which was filled with good actors, too, but the acting was terrible. Yeah, a little bit. Like, it's like, did you do this all in, like, was each take just one? Did you do one take for each scene? Yeah, did you do one take and just be like, all right, cool. Because I I like Tom Jane as the Punisher, like, aesthetically. Yeah. And, like, um, the way he played his mannerisms and stuff I thought was good, but, like, all the lines were delivered like shit. Yeah. From everybody. And, like, that's, like, John Travolta, too. Uh Uh-huh. Like... And what was his name in the movie? Because they just made up villains. Ah, uh, did they make... Yeah, I can't even remember. Because they made it so, like, he was the one that killed his family. Yeah, because he wasn't... He wasn't, like, Jigsaw or anything. I think... Wasn't he supposed to be almost, like, Hammerhead? 
I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember either. But it's like if he was supposed to be like Hammerhead, why don't they just make him Hammerhead? Excellent point. <laughs> so like, but they they just came up with new characters. Yeah, which I get with an origin story, you don't want to give away like the big villains. And, yeah, but why not? Yeah. With Batman Begins, they fucking used Ra's al Ghul and the Scarecrow. That's true. And of, and of course, the first thing on on uh, IMDb that lists the Punisher is now the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. So I clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, it was just Howard Saint, which I don't think is anybody. Yeah, I don't think he is either. Like, if we Google Howard Saint, does he have, like, a comic book background? Because I believe he was just made up for the movie. Yeah, I think I think so. But it's like, why don't you just make him Hammerhead or make him Jigsaw? Yeah, just somebody. Like, at least one of the more notable gangsters in, like, the Marvel Universe. Like, I get, especially with Spider-Man, like, you can't, don't use the Kingpin, especially for a Punisher story. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's so weird. But they they did, they changed a few people's origins for the Punisher uh, series. Uh, and like I said, spoilers going forward, because I don't think we can talk about uh billy russo without talking about who he becomes <laughs> yeah what well, so sorry i'm reading on howard saint so yeah. it looks like he's based on maganucci and basically what some of the theories are on here which this was all written like seven years ago okay um was that they didn't want to do the death scene to a woman like that's oh. why they changed maganucci to um howard saint Okay, but these are just um, comments, so it's, it's not—it's not, it's not like an official statement. Okay. Yeah, because like I said, it's. Or, it... ooh, someone said they wanted to use him as Jigsaw because there was a video game that came out at the same time, yep. which used Jigsaw as the villain. Okay. Um, and said so they wanted to use him as Jigsaw in the 2004 game. We all know that Jigsaw is Billy Russo and not Howard Saint, but they wanted to create a new persona for Jigsaw. Okay, and I and I can see that because so it's kind of it's it's like they meshed, um, it's like they meshed characters together. Okay. Oh shit! And his son's name was Billy, wasn't it? Oh, Jigsaw Billy right. Russo, blah blah yeah. blah. So let me see if they put him if like his son was supposed to be Jigsaw. Oh, and that's why he's got the the immediate hatred for the Punisher. What the fuck? I can't find what it said in the... on, other media. Yeah, because I, th- I, th- I think you are right. I think there is, like, his... They did mention a son, and I think they mentioned his name was Billy. Yeah. And that could have just been a throwaway little line, but... Oh, shit. So, in the 2004 Punisher video game, here, Jigsaw is John Saint, the son of Howard Saint, the primary antagonist of the 2004 film, and the man responsible for the death of Frank Castle's family. The explosion at the end of the film did not kill him. So, basically, okay. in the in the video game, um, it was the son that he had sitting there holding the bomb up with his dislocated shoulder. Okay. And it blows up. Basically, what they're saying is that he's in the video game, he survived and they turned him into Jigsaw. Okay. 
So, yeah, but instead launched him through a window, disfigured his face under the name Jigsaw. He takes up his father's old business and vows revenge on the Punisher. He's also the lieutenant of the Yakuza offshoot called the Eternal Sun and is the final boss of the game using stolen Stark armor to attack the Punisher on Riker's Island. Upon being defeated, Jigsaw is thrown out of a helicopter by Punisher. Um, so, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say, I'm like, why does Jigsaw need... Stark armor to fight the Punisher. I don't know, but I remember that from the game. That okay, like you had to fight it, fight him with fucking like Iron Man. Why? Just uh. either I think Iron Man shows up, or maybe it was that he just stole the Iron Man suit. But the Iron Man suit was involved. Um, no. The thing is, though, is that like that at all. So the video game, it's not like they took the likeness of. Like, the Punisher looked like the Punisher from the comics. Okay. Like, it, it had nothing to do with the movie other than that little tidbit. And honestly, I didn't even remember that being a tidbit from the game. Yeah. I just knew, like, Jigsaw's the villain. I don't remember okay. them even using his real name. Huh. Um, I don't understand why they didn't just make the video game, like, oh, no, nah, this is a, a Punisher video game and the villain's Jigsaw. Why is he there? Because he's fucking Jigsaw. Yeah. But, yeah. So, anyway, in a roundabout way... Going back to the series, like I said, it's nice to see the char- like everything treated the way it should be. Yeah, and that's really all the characters across the board because it's like Daredevil. It's like Daredevil was kind of like in the shits since the the Ben Affleck movie because everybody was yeah. like, even if they wanted to do another Daredevil movie, they'll be like, "Did you see the last one?" And yeah. they're kind of doing that with Fantastic Four now. Like, yeah. should we make another Fantastic Four? Well, hmm, did you see the last one? It's like it's still the fucking Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's like right? there's still. You still have capabilities to use that. Yeah. And, and I mean, look at just the, the Fantastic Four's dynamic. You think that that's really good and it works really well? Yeah, it does. Disney used it for Pix- for uh, Incredibles. Yeah. Well, that's just the freaking Fantastic Four. Didn't Marvel Studios get the rights back to Fantastic Four? Um, I'm not sure. I think they got it. That's what I think they got it with Punisher and Daredevil. I, I think that was separate, actually. Was it? I thought yeah. it was all Cause, cause a, one Because it's still... Because Fox still controls Fantastic Four oh, wait. and X-Men. I think... I want to say they gave that... I think Fantastic Four was separate, but I think they got it back. Okay. Because they if wanted was, to get it back it, for... It was more recent. But it wasn't... They didn't... I don't think they... Because what I was referencing is Marvel doesn't want to do a Fantastic Four movie because of the last one. Okay. I might. This might. This is just complete bro science. I. I might be making this up. But yeah. This is what I remember hearing is that they. They didn't want the Fantastic Four rights back specifically to make a Fantastic Four movie or series. They wanted it back for the Skrulls and for Galactus. <laughs> that makes that makes a lot more sense. Well, actually, they're fucking. We got Infinity War coming up, and then, you know, they're they're doing two two Avengers movies with Thanos. Yeah. And then after Thanos is done, what are they going to do next? Yeah, that's... Galactus, like, obviously. Yeah, it's like, it could be Galactus. Um, and yeah, getting the Skrulls back, you could... Um, you could do, like, Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. where, you know... I mean, you're, they're doing all this shit completely out of order, but, like, yeah. fuck it, why not? You can yeah. make it work. Yeah, they... they If anybody's going to make it work, it's Marvel Studios yeah. at this point, so... You know, like, I mean, if they can make throwing Spider-Man in the middle of the Marvel Universe and let's say they get the X-Men back, they'll make it fucking work. You know, yeah. all you'd have to do for the X-Men is just have a fucking time jump. Yeah, you have a time jump and literally the first introduction you need is just a 
shot of some guy walking down the hall a hallway and claws popping out yeah that's and all that's you need. all you need and it's like oh shit yeah though honestly i would rather see um if they in x-men's too big to do this they would never do it but like if they got x-men back i'd love to see it as a netflix series instead that would be cool especially um being the the horror movie fan you are um you seen the the trailer for new mutants yet yeah um, it feels like it's a horror movie it looks like a horror movie yeah. so it'll be interested to see interesting to see well is that that's a fox show right yeah that's that's oh no um it's a fox movie yeah 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 um yeah because marvel's not allowed to use mutants in their movies right nope which is ridiculous yeah how do you just coin that name it's so dumb like does fox own the teenage mutant ninja turtles well technically that's spawn off from it spawned off but yeah. not from mutants it spawned off from daredevil yeah but in the marvel universe in general like yeah they were but did marvel didn't make up mutant i'm not sure if they didn't actually mutating was always an, a term okay. wasn't it maybe like but it you... could be it could be like i can't remember what actually i think it might be uh uh star trek actually has like the copyright on the the term Borg. Borg? But they made up Borgs, didn't they? Yeah, but it's just a shortening of cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like... Uh, it's still like... Because it, it, a Borg is like an alien race of cyborgs, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know much about Star Trek, but I've, I, I saw what like was a Star Trek nemesis or something where like the Borgs yeah. like... Yeah. Um, or, or like... Uh... <laughs> This did actually happen and almost uh, bankrupted a phone company. George Lucas tried to sue Droid a- over the use of the word droid. Because, really? yeah. Jesus Christ. Does <laughs> he, he own the su- term droid? Yep. I guess it's kind of like... Um, it's, it's like, it is android, but no, no, if you just call it a droid. The these term, aren't the droids you're looking for. Well, because it's the term superhero is owned by Marvel and DC collectively. Okay. They both co-own the copyright to the term superhero. So ridiculous. So that means, I, I believe that would mean that if we started a comic book, we wouldn't be able to call anybody superheroes. Yeah, you'd have to have to figure out something else mm-hmm. to call them. Like, you can still call them heroes, but they just can't be super. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to call them, like, a super vigilante or something. Yeah. Um, that's ridiculous that you can just own words like that. Like. Yeah. Like, I don't know, something like owning something dumb, like too sweet. I don't know. Yeah. It's <laughs> like too sweet or having to change somebody's name to add an extra T so that you can call them the riot squad with two T's. Yeah. It's like, no, no, we can trademark two T's. Oh, all right. Well, but that means you have to have her be uh <laughs> Yeah. And her Ruby, Twitter is Ruby, still. Yeah. She's verified. With yeah. The she's one verified. With and the if one you change T. your name when you're verified, you lose the verification. Yep. Which I'm sure WB could be like, hey, could you guys get it back on there? Like, yeah, it, it shouldn't be that big of a problem. Yeah, it won't. It won't be that big of a problem. But it's still silly. It's still silly. Uh, but I still love the fact, like, speaking of Twitter and stuff, like, uh, Summer Ray, because she's verified, is still Summer Ray WWE. Yeah. <laughs> like she changed her Instagram to her real name and stuff, but her mm-hmm. Twitter. It's still Summer Rae at WWE. Well, isn't uh, 
gallows still dot gallows yeah but like, there's a lot of that stuff so that you know maybe word of the wise if you get signed to WWE don't put WWE or TNA or anything no. in your name no smart do, like, do like AJ Styles dot org or AJ Styles org or uh, Jeff Hardy brand or you know yeah or, you know what though don't for sure don't put brand in your name yeah no no you don't do that don't do that but don't like that. put you know you, like just put the in front of your name I, I like that <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. That's like the thing um, everybody else does. It's not my fault somebody fucking has Scott's story. I know. It's okay. Some guy who doesn't even use his Twitter, by the way, because I looked. Uh, or, like, the... It's still... I know... He doesn't seem like a complete douchebag, but the douchiest name on Twitter is just Real One for Enzo Amore. <laughs> It's like, okay, that he can use wherever, but mm-hmm. why? <laughs> Look at fucking Conor McGregor. just notorious MMA. Yeah. Which is, I mean, why couldn't he just be Conor McGregor? Yeah, it's kind of weird like that. I still just think it was hilarious for so long <laughs> until I think he finally contacted Twitter that Colt Cabana was Dr. Colt Cabana on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Until he finally just complained to Twitter or the guy who had Colt Cabana just gave up. Yeah, isn't like Chuck Taylor like sexy Chucky e. T or something? Yeah, but that's Chuck, so Twitter's a funny thing, <laughs> he's, man. He's gonna keep that. <laughs> like if I if I was a dude and I had for some reason, like when Twitter first came out, if I had at Will Smith like <laughs> Does Twitter like force you to give it up, or like what do they do? Um, I'm not sure. I think in some cases, yeah, if it's like a celebrity or something, they well, can. <laughs> there's um the big infamous one is there's a a dude named John Jones that is ha- at John Jones, and UFC's John Jones has to be Bones Jones. That's true. I remember because because even reporters. <laughs> Yeah. accidentally keep tagging him and stuff he's got a is... shit ton of followers too because of that like people just follow him because it's hilarious yeah and like half the shit he posts is i'm not that john jones yeah i think it's even in his bio like not that john not, jones not that one i think there's a guy named justin bieber that's like some old dude too that was like <laughs> on it was either maybe it was on twitter maybe it was on facebook but like he's like i'm not that justin bieber <laughs> I'm like, this is like the fucking Michael Bolton from Office Space. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not that Michael. My name was fine up until fucking 2010, motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't know when Beaver got big, but probably around that time. It's like, my name was fine until that asshole got famous. (laughs) Yeah. So back to Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Punisher. John Barenthal is awesome, as always. Yeah, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He was the perfect guy that I never would have thought of until they announced no, him. No, like, I would not have thought about him for that role, but, yeah, nobody else. Like, as much as I like Thomas Jane, mm-hmm. and, like you said, aesthetically. Like, Aesthetic, well, he released a YouTube video called Hashtag Dirty Laundry. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I think you had me watch I like that one a lot. Yeah, because basically he was like he want. I believe he wanted to do because they did Punisher Warzone. Yeah, with brand new actors. Yeah, yeah, with like uh, uh, Ray Winston or somebody. Yeah. I never saw it. No, nah, it's not. I heard it was shit. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but 
Yeah, so Tom Jane wanted to do that movie, but I think yeah. he had a, I think he had to do The Mist or something. Oh, okay. Which... And it was either that or he read the script and was unhappy with what they were doing with it. Okay. There's something something along the lines of that, but like yeah. um which I bet if they d- did Tom Jane, um they probably would have done that video game storyline where Jigsaw was Howard Saint's son. That's I almost oh. I don't know what they did in the movie. Maybe that is what they did in the movie, but like Yeah, I can't remember cuz I know he's in like almost it's more like tactical armor, but yeah, he's in like almost mm-hmm. like a kind of a mech suit sort of. Well, cuz if you if you look corner, at it, Fox yeah. didn't have the rights to Avengers or any of that stuff, so they couldn't use the Stark name. Yeah. So he'd have to get armor without it being Stark armor. Yep. Um but fucking um yeah so john barenthal like when they announced it i was just like oh my god like that is perfect yeah yeah especially like just coming off walking dead yeah like oh well it's like look at a photo of that guy and you're like yeah that's the punisher yeah um he's actually have you seen baby driver no um he's in that and is only for like a couple scenes but he's fantastic in that just as a uh like uh a bank robber yeah 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 he's a great actor yeah. and, and he's kind of been blown up like he's been in a bunch of movies in that in fury um yeah. cup you know a few other ones um but i think the punisher is going to be his real calling yeah um and you know maybe they'll make a movie out of it i don't think they need to no i don't think so like it would be nice it would be nice if there wasn't such a division between like marvel tv and like marvel cinematic because it's like it would be kind of cool if you know matt murdoch just showed up as somebody's lawyer in you know one of the next avengers movies or something yeah the big difference though because they try to separate it where it's like street level yeah global level but like i wouldn't even say that's the re- the real separation to me is more um tone because yeah. Spider-Man is arguably a street-level hero. That's true. But, like, the, the tone of Spider-Man is a lot closer to the tone of the Avengers. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, you do the darker storylines with Daredevil and with Punisher, yeah. especially Punisher and, like, Luke Cage and all that stuff. And that that's the tone of the series is they're really, like, melancholy, really dark, really gritty. Yeah. Like, you get fucking the fucked up shit with, like, Jessica Jones that had, like, a lot of... Uh, rapey undertones and, yeah yeah like that yeah that force to obey yeah which is kind of thing. made yeah. that villain just absolutely yeah. horrifying way more like he's way more horrifying than like someone like loki loki's yeah. a fun villain yeah loki's fun it's like yeah loki will do some intense shit once in a while but then he gets punched in the face by thor and yeah or thrown around mid-speech by the hulk yeah which is just what I always imagine that any real fight with Brock Lesnar would be like. Yes. <laughs> that that was actually That's what would have happened to Mighty Mouse when he claimed that he could beat yeah. up, that he yeah, could beat like... Brock Lesnar not <laughs> Brock's gonna fucking He's gonna be the Hulk you're gonna be Loki. That's one of my favorite moments from Thor Ragnarok is just during the Coliseum fight scene, he the Hulk grabs Thor and throws him around like he threw around Loki, and Loki's just up there watching it's like yeah that's how it feels uh, that's awesome i haven't seen that yet yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's just ridiculous yeah these movies fucking it's like a bunch of movies came out and it's like if i wasn't ready to go see one 
opening weekend, it's like, okay, I waited a little while. Now there's like four other movies I need yeah, to see. Yeah, it's like, I, I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. I haven't either. I haven't I'm seen that. I haven't seen prob- Thor. Yeah, I, haven't even, I haven't seen It. Yeah, um, I'm probably not going to see Justice League. <laughs> yeah, Justice League, Kingsman, uh, Secret Service yeah. sequel. Um, I saw it twice. Oh. And now we already got fucking Star Wars coming out next week. Yep. So... I mean, what's going to win the role there? Obviously, Star Wars. Yeah, obviously, Star Wars. <laughs> so, uh, I did see... I, re- I realized I set up a photo shoot for pretty much all day Sunday, which is my only day off to to, <laughs> to go see Star Wars. It's like, crap. Nice. Um, did I talk about seeing Leatherface on here? Yes. So, yeah, because that was the movie I went to go see. Yeah. Which, in hindsight, I wish I wouldn't have... I mean, it wasn't a bad movie, but I could have very much watched that on yeah. Blu-ray or something. Yeah, it's it's funny how some of that stuff because with with that other podcast, actually one of the uh, one of the things that in because we're on two thousand nine, and thanks to you, I I got my number ten movie of the year because uh, that's when the Collector came out. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh no, I was really. Impressed for 09 or yeah for 09 yeah yeah. the collector was really good that was one of those i remember when like the trailers started coming out and i thought it looked interesting and then i kind of just forgot about it until like what six months ago yeah yeah it was like six months ago and then we watched both of the movies yeah because they put the collector got put up on like uh netflix or something and i was like oh shit i remember wanting to watch that so i just watched it and it was it was really good um the second one was pretty good too Yep. And very much along the lines of like the Saw, like how they did Saw, where the yeah. first one's more not as small scale as Saw 1 was, because that was like a, what a completely independent movie. Yeah, pretty but much. But like The Collector was, it, I believe it's made by the same guys, same yeah. producers at least, um, where the first Collector movie, it's like he's at like this one house. So the whole movie takes place in like a person's house, a normal size house. Yeah, normal size. A normal size, size big house. Yeah. Like um, the dude's probably had. Like maybe if you were like a doctor or a big yeah. ass farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like a big like farmhouse with like probably like three stories and yeah, three stories like and they're all pretty... nice. Yeah, a nice open like living room kind of thing. And... Yeah, but still a house, no matter how big it is, as long as it's not like a the yeah. Resident Evil mansion. But yeah. like a, even a big house is a small set for yeah. an entire movie. Yeah, and then the second one's in a freaking hotel. Yeah, in a in a abandoned ass hotel yeah. that's which is along the same like I said along the lines of fucking Saw too, where like the second one takes place in like a giant mansion or giant warehouse. Yeah, um, that's all rigged up with so. a lot more people involved, yep. which is good. I like both those movies a lot, and I wish they would do. I don't think they're gonna ever do a third one. No, I don't. I honestly, I don't know if they need to. Like, no, they kind of ended it. Yeah, fine. they ended it fine. So, but horror movies, it's hard to get. A grasp on like it's hard for a horror movie to get big because like what was the last real, like the conjuring made a lot of noise but then the second one i heard was kind of a letdown yeah i never saw yeah, the it's second like for, one, yeah it's like for series yeah like paranormal continue. activity was like the last real big one and yep. I, say what you will i thought those movies sucked balls yeah i didn't even like it was just an, like i could tell even from the trailers like i'm not gonna like this movie at all yeah <laughs> like everyone's all scared and then we saw the footprints and i'm like those are big bird footprints yeah like I'm not scared of Big Bird. So Yeah, it's like the last yeah, the last even just standalone horror movie that that got any hype was either it or get out. 
Yeah, and those were both this year. Yeah, and those were both this year. It's going to get a sequel. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I think it's already been greenlit. Like, it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, especially how the story goes. Like, yeah. it makes perfect sense well, to cause they, have a sequel. I haven't seen the movie. I haven't even seen the original miniseries, but, like, um, it's split up into kids and then them yep. as adults, and the next movie is going to be them as adults. Yeah, which right? I, I don't know if it was official... Um, or if it was just like some like fan casting, um, but it was a ridiculous like uh, Chris Pratt and like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like that's who. And honestly, as well as the first one did, those people aren't out of the realm of possibilities. No, that movie made bank. Yeah. So they'll they'll probably they'll they'll cast that bitch up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it would work. It, it'd work, but you all, you also don't have to do that. No, no, you don't have to. It would actually be kind of nicer if it was just a lot of like actually your biggest name should be like a Joseph Gordon-Levitt style. Yeah, or like re- level, just big enough to get attention. Yeah, like but just not big like enu- Will yeah. Smith. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's like just yeah, just big enough to get attention, and but you also know, oh, that guy's got chops. Which too. is uh, what I was gonna say. I was gonna go back to the Justice League, the DC yep. MU. I think it's I think it's DCCU. DCC is what they because it's yeah it's their cinematic yeah. universe. Um, I think they got too big a stars to do too many things. Yeah. W- Will Smith is way too big to be Deadshot. Yeah. Um, Ben Affleck is probably too big to be Batman, even though he looks the part. Mm. No, no, like the 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 perfect level of casting in and their best casting so far has been Margot Robbie as. Yeah, Harley Quinn. That was good, but like, look at like what Marvel did. They got, you know, Robert Downey Jr., who was who was a huge star. Yeah, was a huge but star. Was but was kind of, you know, blackballed a little bit. Yeah, and he, they used it as as like Robert Downey Jr.'s fucking back, guys, and he's back as Tony Stark. So yeah. you get to see Robert Downey Jr. come back. You've never seen Iron Man on the big screen before, and here we go. You know, and then he killed it, and then everybody else was like, you know, maybe not even. Joseph Gordon-Levitt level, like Chris yep. Evans was a guy that he was in a bunch of movies, yeah, but he was never bunch, a yeah. huge star. Yep. Um, and same goes for pretty much everybody else. Like they were all known, like known-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but most people, I think, saw these guys for the first time in the Marvel universe. Like I never saw Chris Hemsworth before. No, um, Thor. Yeah. Um, and actually, oddly enough, the uh, we were just talking about 2008 and looking at like when the first iron man movie came out mm-hmm. the other two movies that robert downey jr had done that year were uh charlie bartlett where he plays the principal yeah i saw that um and tropic thunder where he's you know one part of an ensemble right well and, and like, that also came out after iron man yeah but like that's like the stuff that he was filming before iron man was like that level yeah, of like, okay, he's a name, but can we trust him to? Right. Well, Charlie Bartlett wasn't that an indie movie? Oh yeah, it's super. Indie. So yeah, and it makes sense that like an actor would come back, yeah. try and make a big splash, and a big like an indie movie that's going to get big. Charlie Bartlett did pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, it did pretty well, and like you got you know amazing actors out of it. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. That's where everybody kind of first saw Anton Yelton. Yeah, Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings is in it and terrific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was a that was a good movie. But yeah, um, but yeah, everybody else, and that's the thing too is that you use a huge star for your villain. 
Yeah. Like look at like look at the Dark Knight trilogy was uh Christian Bale was he like a huge megastar before Batman Begins? I I wouldn't say megastar like he was, he was known like he, he was, was known, known but, but like he was known as like this guy's a good actor. Yeah, like he was known as like cause what was like previously before that he was in stuff like Reign of Fire and yeah and like he was big like enough that. he was he yeah. was you know he was probably doing fine financially yeah. but he wasn't like Leonardo DiCaprio where yeah. after the Dark Knight movies it's like it's Christian fucking Bale yeah. like that's Batman yeah it's like and, he can do whatever he feels like doing yeah. for the like next couple years as long as he doesn't fuck anything up but then what did they do for the Dark Knight they got a megastar like Heath Ledger to come in and be the villain yeah which I still love everybody criticizing that like yeah it was it's like oh he's a star but I mean do, like has does he have the acting chops to pull this off? I'm like, yeah, he was just nominated for an Oscar. Shut up. Yeah, no matter what, he had the acting chops. Yeah. But I think the problem was, was people people are gonna go. I can't go from Ten Things I Hate About You to the Joker. Yeah. Well, for one, that wasn't his next movie. But yeah, no, <laughs> but he had a lot time, of stuff. That's between. what people knew him from. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like, I I like the Knight's Tale and stuff like that. Yeah. But even even when they first announced it, I was like, Heath Ledger is the Joker. Hmm. Like, I don't know about that. Because yeah. you're thinking, like, Jack Nicholson. You need somebody like Jack Nicholson to do it. Yeah. But, like, who's like Jack Nicholson? Nobody. Christian Slater. The only other, Tries to be. The only person I would have said, had they not done Batman Forever, would be Jim Carrey. Yeah, if you would have had a serious... He could have done it. ...version of Jim Carrey, yeah. I would have loved to see... Um, for like Dark Knight Rises before it came out, um, there was a lot of rumors that the villain was going to be the Riddler. Yep. And I believe even so far as people thought like Leo DiCaprio was going to be the Riddler and stuff, yeah. but I was like, I'd love to see Jim Carrey be the Riddler again, yeah. but on, in a in a Nolan movie. Like, yeah. Don't a, have with... him pretend to be um, a Joker clone. Yeah. In um, a yeah with a serious tone and yeah I think yeah. he he could have done it like after watching movies like the number twenty three and shit where Jim Carrey took on some dark roles, um I think it would have been an interesting way yeah because it. It, that's the one thing that's so disappointing about Batman Forever because those those last two original Batman movies yeah were the Schumacher s- ones the Schumacher ones like. There was no saving Batman and Robin. No. But there was saving Batman forever. Because, mm-hmm. like, Val Kilmer could have been amazing yeah. as ba- as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face, if he was given a serious script yeah. and not purple makeup. Well, imagine Tommy Lee Jones could have been in the Dark Knight and yeah. people would have been, like, I mean, he was too old at that point, but, yeah. like... Well, he still could have probably pulled he it off. He still but, could have pulled it off. But like, um, not to say I forgot the actor's name, but the guy that they had, he he was great as Two Face. Yeah, like, Aaron Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they could have done that in '97. Mm-hmm. That was when Forever came out, right? Yeah, '97. Um, that movie should have been good. And honestly, it's not even awful. No, it, it's not bad. It's just it like gets knowing... lumped in with Batman and Robin, though. Yeah, because people like. And yeah, the villains were they were too over, they were too funny. They were too over the top and yep. like fucking spazzes. And I know that Schumacher was trying to go for the fucking sixties deal. Yeah. Which is dumb. Yeah. Like, dude, leave that. You know, if you want to do the sixties thing, do what they're doing. I mean, not doing now, it's done because Adam West has passed away, but they, you know, do the animated movies yep. that they that they they pumped out two of them, mm-hmm. you know, before Adam West passed away and they got 
and they used Two Face in the in the latest one with William Shatner. Yeah, with William Shatner, which that was uh, they were even saying in the like the behind the scenes stuff with that was they were actually trying to cast like, well, if Batman and Robin the TV show would have gotten another season, mm-hmm. who at the time would we have cast? Right, and they're like, oh, William Shatner, that would have been a different like star casting it's like oh yep all right cool yeah it's a it would have been great so and and, you know and it's nice that they got to kind of give you a taste of what it would have been like before you know before that all came to an end yep but um that's what like if that's what schumacher wanted to do it's like that's what he should have done is just maybe contacted the old cast and do an animated movie or something Mm -hmm. but not especially coming off the tim burton movies like you can't go because tim burton was originally supposed to do batman forever yeah, but the the problem was is uh they couldn't sell toys from Batman Returns because it's too fucking dark. Yeah, because it was too crazy dark. Yeah, yeah, and the Penguin was just fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's like nobody wanted that action figure. It's like, oh, this mm-hmm. weird dude that's like drooling, which is now funny considering how many goddamn toys Rick and Morty sell. Um, yeah, it's this a different weird time drooling in ugly little thing that is the penguin and i i feel like batman returns though is a movie that's appreciated probably more now than it was back then i think so too yeah granted i'm not a huge fan of the tim burton batman movies i was when i was a kid yeah but like i tried to rewatch um the the first one the 89 batman yeah and a lot of it is the storytelling mistakes that they make mm-hmm. like giving the joker an origin story yeah having the joker be the one that killed his parents yeah which like even even in some of the comic book storylines and origin stories batman finds out who kills him who Mm -hmm. kills his parents but yeah it's not the joker yeah it's joe chill yeah it's joe chill and they even touched on that in batman begins where um he was gonna go kill him and then somebody else fucking did it instead yep and he didn't get a chance and it's like batman that was a it was like a character to like a huge turn for the character of bruce wayne where yep. he could have went basically is he could have turned into the punisher yeah or the um flashpoint batman Tom, um thomas wayne yeah thomas wayne he pretty much was the punisher yeah so yeah like you know that's that's the kind of stuff that they they were missing out and it's funny cuz if you anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge fan of kevin smith and uh the superman lives or yeah, superman, superman lives yeah i think it was yeah superman lives where he was about to he was going to write and direct the movie and then tim burton got a hold of it so he made the joke of like fuck tim burton or something yeah yeah when he would sign scripts of his his long lost thing yeah. but like just hearing the backstory on like why all that shit got fucked up on like first of all they didn't want batman to be in the suit because at the time their words not mine yeah it looked gay. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that's what that's what they wanted for. Yeah, Superman lives is like, oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> that's what they said. Yeah. Uh, so they wanted like a black leather suit, and pretty much they want they were gonna use the Tim Burton Batman suit and put slap an ass on it. Yeah, pretty um, much is what it sounded. And like. they didn't want shots of him flying. So the way that they were gonna do the <laughs> flying Superman was he was gonna turn into like a beam of light, like fucking Power Rangers. When God. they warped, that's how they were going to. I don't think flying. I remember hearing about that, but it makes sense. And they wanted now. the movie to end with a giant, with a fight with a giant spider. Yeah, which is the if you have not seen the first <laughs> evening with Kevin Smith, yeah, find it or just find that story 
about him talking about John Peters, the producer. Yeah. And then just think about the next movie that came out after that. Yep. Yeah. Which was it... Wild Wild West. Yep. And then watch the third act and you'll go, that was almost Superman. Yep. That was almost going to be Superman. Um, so fucking. Anyway, so Tim Burton got wind that Kevin Smith was writing fuck Tim Burton. And uh, one of the quotes he said. Oh, oh, because it was about Planet of the Apes. They yeah. took the ending of the Planet of the Apes remake from the ending of uh, a comic book Kevin Smith wrote called Chasing Dogma. Yeah, the the yeah the gap between Chasing Amy and Dogma, like what Jay and Silent Bob yeah. are doing, which is actually why the um, the chimpanzee was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, yep. is because it involved uh, the chimp, and uh, they made a reference to. Um, Planet of the Apes and the way that he ended the comic was the way they ended the the Tim Burton movie and yep. when he was like basically Kevin Smith wasn't like he stole from me he was basically like yeah. ah great minds think alike motherfucker yeah like basically he was kind of laughing it off but when yeah. Tim when fans of Kevin Smith go after Tim Burton he's like I certainly have never fucking read anything written by Kevin Smith and I certainly haven't read a comic book and then kevin smith was like well that fucking explains batman yep (laughs) yeah it's like yeah you're not known for comic book movies at all uh yeah uh but yeah it's uh there's there's so much random stuff we barely touched on punisher we kind of went off yeah we've kind of gone around but uh so plugs and like upcoming events for for you well when's this coming out to late tonight early tomorrow okay so yeah you can. so thursday december 7th this thursday uh why don't you uh meander on down to uptown at the vfw if you want to see some first wrestling um first wrestling anybody who's anybody especially if you like wrestling or you which you probably, if you listen to our podcast. Yeah, I'm um, assuming you. The first do. shows are the best shows. Everybody yes. knows that. Yeah. Everybody goes to Wrestlepalooza. Um, January 6th. Yeah, January 6th for Wrestlepalooza. Get your freaking tickets. They're almost sold out. Get them now or you're done fucked up, boy. Yeah. Um, so, VFW, you get two chances to see first wrestling back to back months. You don't yep. usually get that treat. So, um,. VFW this week, and then if you can't make it, or you know what, if you can, go to both. Russell yeah. Palooza, get your tickets now though, because otherwise you ain't going. Yeah, because um, like and yeah, Thursday super solid lineup. Already has yeah. been announced: Darren Corbin versus Abyss in a Monsters Ball match. Uh, Good sorry, luck with that, Darren. Sorry, Darren. Um, uh, Airwolf versus Jimmy Jacobs, the besties in the world. Old uh, David, uh, David yeah, Fitch and Vega uh, taking on Zero Gravity for the uh, Wrestling Revolver tag team titles, and I believe that's all. That's oh, and Sue Young uh, versus, Young versus Rain. Rain, the returning Rain. Yep, Just- yeah, returning Rain. She hasn't been in. She hasn't wrestled in Minneapolis in I think they said like eight years, maybe longer. Yeah, it might have been ten even. Yeah, it's been um, a while. I never, uh, I never met her. I have heard a lot about her because, um, you know, like trading with Terry Fox and whatnot. Yeah, like, he's, he talks about like oh, once upon a time there was women's wrestling in Minnesota. Yeah, there was. There was great women's wrestling. Her and Lacey. Uh, and Lacey the still my favorite tag team name ever uh the minnesota home wrecking crew <laughs> uh 
But yeah, and they that, both went on to bigger things. They both Lacey did. Lacey was yeah. in Ring of Honor. Rain was in TNA. Yep. So you know, Rain's back taking on Sue Young. Who, if you've been to most of Wrestle Palooza shows, you might know her from the Wrestle Palooza Nine. Yeah, Nine. Uh, Eight or nine. Yeah, she she also was defending the Fest title then. Mm-hmm. So so um. Yeah, it's gonna be a solid lineup, and then I'm there too. Yep, yep. You're there, Wildcat. <laughs> you know all that, the all the regs, all the yeah. regulars. Um, Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor's not. Yeah, he's at he's at Palooza, but not at. Oh my bad. Uh, Ethan yeah. Page. I mean. Yeah, Ethan. Yeah, Ethan Page and Space Monkey. Yeah, Ethan Page, Space Monkey. Um, Thunder. I'm gonna get the lineups mixed up, so I yeah. just want to. I won't say who's on yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what happens when you get two basically two mega shows back to back. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's crazy. Oh, and you know, a little dude named Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, also. Tommy Dreamer is yeah. also going to be there. Um, so you get Abyss and Tommy Dreamer in the same show. Yeah, and and Eric Cannon. I and guess. Eric Cannon. Well, are you there. sure Cannon's going to be there? I'm not. Yeah, has he been he's announced? Gonna, he's, been, he's been announced. <laughs> he's on the poster. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure Cannon's going to be there. Yeah, um, and. Uh, uh, yeah, check me out at Knocked Out Films on Instagram and Twitter. Other, any other events coming up? Mm, yeah, probably. But um, check me out on <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Scott Story, and then ProWrestlingTees.com slash Scott Story. And let me see. Yeah, I got uh, the fully loaded cup in Minot. Um, but if you're in Minot, you probably you should hopefully already know about it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, then the next thing after Russell Palooza for me is uh, Pro Wrestling Battleground um, 11th anniversary show. Oh, yeah, but in between the times that we recorded, oh. uh, Scott Story wins the uh, Oh, yeah, I won the, the, Rice, Street the Rice Street Rumble to put, make me the number one contender. So it's going to be me and Super Thunderfrog for the Pro Wrestling Battleground title and uh, or championship. It's not a title. Yeah. Uh, and champions of title but and um, actually weirdly enough since we recorded last you also won the miw title oh yeah i got the miw championship back and yeah. as i posted uh, yesterday with the new profile picture on well my personal page but the king is yeah. back baby yeah and uh if i can grab uh that pro wrestling battleground championship i'll be the the heavyweight champion of two promotions i think it's only fair to say that that makes me the king of the north bitch Thanks for listening.